coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. Um, I personally sat back and let the boys cook everything. Um, <laughs> just, you know, bringing the vibes. Um, but they grilled them, um, which was really nice. Um, and then, oh, but I did get to flambe some mushrooms. Oh. Very classy. Is that to go in a sauce? Yeah, just on the side. <laughs> Jazz is a big food fan, and he tends to ask all our guests about different types of foods. I and can't I know remember your latest side one. Dishes you had as well. Yeah. <laughs> garlic. So garlic mashed potato. Great mm, choice. And, yeah, and then a cream spinach, mm-hmm. like blended all up, and then yep. um, we did corn on the cob as well, which was actually really nice. Fair Delicious. Thanks for the invite. You know, we invite you on a podcast. You could have at least invited us around for tomahawk steaks and flambe mushrooms. Next time. Next okay. time. All right. All right. Um, look, let's crack into everything. Uh, apparently, I now have to say uh, you're listening to the Return the Picks podcast brought to you by Verge magazine um, because we have now been brought into the Umbrella Corporation. That is Verge magazine. Big thank you to Andre Dixon for sorting that out. Uh, I'm Ollie Wilson. Jazz Gillum and Dave Bluck are alongside me as always and delighted to say on the show for the first time. You may have seen her from Channel 5's coverage of the NFL end zone, and of course, Ash and the NFL as well. It is Ash, not the NFL. Unfortunately, we couldn't get the whole NFL in, so we decided to have Ash instead. But thank you for joining us, Ash. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Almost the weekend. We're a step closer to the NFL season again. Um, and yeah. there's so much to kind of sink our teeth into at the moment, obviously, with the news of the London games coming out this week. Um, so it's kind of a very exciting time um, indeed. But yeah, so I can't really complain. Yeah. <laughs> Have you it's come like down- a long time away still, doesn't it, though? That first game of the season. Oh, it does. I mean, it, in my head, I have to remind myself, it's a whole other six months away. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it kind of does feel like only a couple of days, um, but a lot can happen as well in six months. So it's going to be very interesting to kind of keep tabs on as much as we can. <laughs> What's the coping mechanism for the six months? Like, do you go through withdrawals? Are there shakes? And how do you get over it? Are you giving yourself like throwback games? Are you putting on like classic Packers games or something like that? You know, I actually do. Um, I love going on to NFL Game Pass, for example, um, and watching kind of some old documentaries and everything, um, especially, um, and you can find them like on YouTube and stuff as well, which I love because, you know, if you're traveling on the train and stuff as well. Um, but yeah, no, withdrawal symptoms are quite intense. Like last week at six o'clock on Sunday, I just had no idea what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. Just felt a little bit lost, wandering around the house, a bit unsure with myself, thinking, you know, dark clouds coming in. Um, but yeah, I think um, I've, I'm quite lucky though. I quite like a lot of sports in general. Um, so obviously Formula One is coming back. I'm big into rugby, got Six Nations at the moment. And I'm weirdly really into golf. Um, so I've obviously got Masters coming up. Um, yep. So I've got a lot to kind of tie me over i think until september um comes back around again um but yeah it's it's always a bit of a weird one especially the first couple of sundays after the season officially finishes um of just yeah kind of wandering around like little lost puppies and stuff not knowing what to do with ourselves completely um but yeah i did actually sit on the sofa and just held on the remote in your hand thinking where is red zone where is the game (laughs) nope nope not there not there oh come on yeah, it, it was instinctively buying some beers on the first Sunday after the Super Bowl and then walking <laughs> into the house and being like, oh, no, there's no there's no game. Like, oh, I genuinely was like, oh, sit down, have a couple you, of beers. You still drank those beers, though, right? I mean, of yeah, course I did. still drank the beers. Okay, of course, like, <laughs> <laughs> just checking. It, it was it does. It does feel a little weird. You were kind of eased into it, though, because the Packers went out of the playoffs so early. You got used to the oh. disappointment of the NFL finishing and then that's <laughs> early with that one, doesn't it? Not as quickly as our teams. But yeah. 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 I was going to say, glass I mean, houses. glass houses. Yeah. Throwing stones. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, same story, different year with the bloody Packers. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I, it was just such a weird game. I think I checked myself out of that game, really, to be honest, kind of just after half time. I just, I knew what the outcome was going to be. The 49ers, um, uh, I just had so much hate from people in a loving way on social media. I can take it on the chin. I always say like, if you give it, you've got to be able to take it and vice versa. Um, but yeah, it, I just I, I was actually really thoroughly enjoying the playoffs. Um, they were absolutely wild. Um, yeah. I think I was on just a massive 
adrenaline high for like you know the last kind of like month and a half of the season um unable to kind of go to sleep even though it's like you know 3 4 a.m for us when those final games finish yeah um but yeah i think the run-up to that super bowl um that was so exciting though um and what what a game it was i was actually really happy that it wasn't a completely one-sided Super Bowl matchup either. Mm. Um, it was nice that it was um, as, as close as it could have been, really, to be honest. We've not Absolutely. actually spoken to Dave since the Super Bowl on the podcast. So I'd, I do have to ask Mr. Bluck up there in the corner mm-hmm. what his, uh, his thoughts were on the Rams-Bengals. And obviously, Ash, would love to hear your thoughts as well. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure I've got too much interesting to say, really. It was kind of, it was kind of as we thought it would be. I can't remember... I think we were saying that it was always going to be tight. Um, what was the final score in the end? Because I had 24-21 in, as my prediction. Yeah, you got was, really... So I was close. Yeah. I was close to that. And I think it was it was kind of went how we thought it would go. The, the most amazing thing for me was seeing Aaron Donald just refusing to let his team lose at the end. I thought that yeah. was just the most badass kind of thing that you could have from a defensive player to just be like, nope, this is a tight game. I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm going to just win this right now. That was cool. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I was I, I was really kind of on the Bengal side. I jumped on that bandwagon. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, they just had a fairy tale season and it would have just been that kind of the cherry on top of the cake, the like the creme de la creme for them um, to kind of go the whole way. Um, and I was just so excited for them anyway. Like, I didn't realise that um, the last time they won a playoff game or got to the players and stuff was before the first text message was sent. Yeah, 92 <laughs> or something, yeah. Yeah, so I was here yeah. for the memes that came out. Um, it was just great <laughs> and everything. Um, so, yeah, I, you know what? I really, I did really want them to win and stuff. Um, but, you know, they gave it They gave it a, a good go. <laughs> um, fair play to them and everything. Um, but, yeah, I think coming up against uh, the Rams defence, especially Aaron Donald and stuff, I mean, what do you do? Um, there's kind of no hope. <laughs> Um, in Helen at that point and stuff. So um, I'm super happy that the Rams, the Rams won and stuff, especially at our home um, Super Bowl game and stuff as well. So you know that was probably a magical experience for every Rams fan um, across the globe to be able to kind of watch that. I, I don't yeah, think the city of thing. LA cared Sorry. though. I, I really don't think like you see when Denver won a Super Bowl with John Elway, they almost destroyed the city the denver <laughs> fans like they were burning cars and flipping them over and, really? and when philly won a You're super bowl philadelphia i was, yeah, gonna, I was, gonna, I was say, gonna say that sounds like a philly move and then when me. the eagles won it the streets were mobbed and los angeles were like yeah like the lakers do this all the time we're used to this this is what you need yeah. to be in la you need to be a winner and i think actually if the bengals had won it i, I want i was glad the rams did but i think cincinnati it's, and the police there are probably very grateful that the Bengals didn't because it would have been absolute carnage after the kind of roller coaster playoffs that they'd had. But it was a bit disappointing that the city of LA, you, you didn't feel they were like, just, yeah, okay. Halftime show was great. Like, that was that was the resounding theme coming out of it, I thought. Oh, yeah. It, it would have been nice. Um, yeah, I think even watching it, I think it just lacked maybe a little bit of um, a little bit of sparkle or a little bit of um, something mm. um, was kind of the feeling coming out of it. Um, and I just love the fact as well that I think like every school in Cincinnati was closing on the Monday after the Super Bowl anyway. Um, and I love little things like that. Like that yeah, just yeah. makes me kind of love the whole thing even more mm-hmm. was, you know, kind of back to my kind of rooting and stuff for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, what a game, what a way to kind of end just a crazy season anyway um so yeah i mean it'll be exciting to see kind of you know what's going to happen kind of next season already like i, I honestly can't wait <laughs> well I hope, going back I think... to the uh, aaron donald thing that yeah. last play that fourth down if you watch the replay back jamar I've said this before jamar chase had beaten jalen ramsey jalen ramsey had fallen down and jamar chase is on a go route down the sideline he needed a second a second more and Burrow's throwing that over the top, and the game is very, very different. But there was no way he was getting even a second at that. That offensive no, line had crumbled. That's they interesting, were, though. They it just shows how close it really, really was. Dude, if they put Joe Mixon in instead of Samaje Pirine on the third down call when they're running it, and Mixon had been moving the ball really efficiently on the ground all day, he probably gets the first down compared to Samaje yeah. Pirine. I don't know. Of Bengals course, we already fans, broke all this down before, didn't we, Ollie? Yeah, we Bengals fans are going to have the, an hour. <laughs> the ifs and buts, and we've uh, yeah, we've yeah. done the Super Bowl, but um, yeah, it's interesting to get both uh, both Ash and Dave. Jazz, can I just uh, ask your opinion before next season? I know you kind of jumped on the Bengals bandwagon mm-hmm. last year. You got excited about them like we all did. The fact they're in your division, is it going to be very, very quickly you're like, screw the Bengals, 
Like, how quickly I mean, is I that hate happen? the Ravens far more, and I okay. always will hate the Ravens. So I'm a Steelers fan, by the way, Ash. Got that. Um, the black and yellow. There you go. Coming <laughs> into that. Um, but fundamentally, I really hate the Ravens. I've never disliked the Bengals horrifically because they've never been that good a team. I know, but they might be. They, they might now, be, though. but they're kind of fun to watch. And I don't. I mean, the Patriots in 07 were a horrible team if you were against them, but mm. they were fun to watch. So you couldn't really not like them. Yeah. So from my point of view at the minute, I'll enjoy watching them when they play the Steelers. Yeah. I want everyone's legs to get broken, but, f- <laughs> but the, f- from my point of view, yeah. As long as they're fun to watch for the time being and they do something in the playoffs. Great. But if it comes Steelers Bengals in the playoffs, well, we only know how I'm going to want it to turn out. All right. Very pragmatic of you. Fine. Okay. I'll check in with kind you. Kind of sit on the fence, really. I'll give check me, in with give you me six weeks next both, year and we'll see what we games yeah. to the Bengals next year. I'll check in yeah. with you there. All I'm going to say is that sport can change people's opinions very quickly. One of our producers oh, yeah. uh, yeah. is a huge Bengals fan. And like he was just, he kept on saying before the game, oh, I'm just so happy that I get to be here. And, you know, it's his first ever game that he went to, this guy. We're going to get him on the podcast at some point. He's a lovely bloke, Ollie Thornton. Uh, he produces Nat Coombs' show and uh, a lot of the NFL at TalkSport. But his first ever game, NFL game he went to, was the Super Bowl in Miami, which Patrick Mahomes yeah, won. Wild, like, how, how is the first game you get to go to a Super Bowl? <laughs> and then, uh, I guess, what, his fourth, fifth NFL game is seeing the Bengals in their first Super Bowl in God knows when. and Since the 80s. And he's like doing this whole, oh, I'm just really happy I get to see the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Isn't that lovely? And the morning after the game, his words were, you know what? Fuck the Rams. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> it changed overnight like that because he was just so distraught. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I like that. that. I'm interested to see when Jazz has that flipping point with the Bengals. I don't That's think it. it'll take long. Okay, good, good. No, having we'll known find you, out. having known you since I was like ten, I don't think it'll take long either. So. Seven, but yeah, who's counting? <laughs> <laughs> Ash, where does the um, where does the shoe fall for you in terms of Packers rivalries? Because the Bears aren't really relevant at A the team. moment. The Vikings, Jazz, will go on for half an hour about how bad Kirk Cousins is, and so might yep. not really be yeah. relevant at this point. And I mean, the Lions, it's just sad. It's just sad. I know. I mean, I was actually, I think towards the end of the season, actually, I, I just desperately wanted the Lions to win a game. I was like, yeah. come on. Um, I mean, I had them in quite a lot of like my betting and fantasy things anyway. Um, so I was like, just win one game. Don't go for a lo- like a complete losing season. Because um, at the end of the day, we're all in the NFC North. Um, like, do your best. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's so brilliantly patronising. Oh, so go on, you guys can get one. You know, that's you? way better than being like, <laughs> screw them. I love that. It's like an encouraging parent, isn't it? Oh, go on, try. Just so try. Underhanded. Yeah. I, know, I definitely be the like, if you're not winning, you're losing. Um, there's no second. It's only first. Um, <laughs> that's the spirit. That's what I like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the Bears fans, they just love talking shit and everything. Um, every time there's kind of like a divisional matchup, I always get messages um, or like comments and stuff under my videos. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, I think the rivalry and stuff is so important, especially with a historic one um, kind of like that anyway. Um, so I'm so here for it. But is it, it a rivalry, Ash? No. I don't- <laughs> Not the <laughs> Hasn't been for a while. No, exactly. Um, and it will stay that way uh, for the foreseeable <laughs> Good. Um, but, you know, I think my my probably top one, um, so like your um, like your Ravens ones, um, yeah, I'm, just, I'm not here for the Vikings at yeah. all. Yeah, Vikings fans, you can come at me. I, you know, I'm ready for it. I can take it and everything. But, yeah, um, I don't actually think I have a Vikings friend either. So I've made... I've, probably for the best. I've obviously made sure that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I you should know. you should make a Vikings friend and then cast them out of your life. That would be <laughs> that's How what's really going that's on. That's the power yeah. play, isn't it? That's yeah. the power play. Think of it like that. Oh well, I'm invested in this now. I can <laughs> the whole thing. Oh, that would be sneaky. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. The, I I know Jazz hates Kirk Cousins. And everything. Justin Jefferson's great fun to watch. Adam Thielen's nice. Yeah, I like, like those. Dalvin yeah. Cook. Yeah, I mean they've got weapons. That's for sure. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just like out of everybody, I think in the division, when we lost to the Vikings, I think that was that was like rubbing salt in an open wound. Yeah. Um, like the yeah, that that one really hurt. Um, so yeah, so they're they're taking the top of my hit list. 
um, in terms of in terms of their rivalries. <laughs> now, I'm sure Jefferson and Thielen and Cook are good and fun to watch, but they do well in spite of Kirk Cousins as opposed to oh. because of it. <laughs> we need we've shut this down this door down for a second, otherwise you. I mean, yeah, it's going to be we'll great. Stay open all day. <laughs> cousins, cousins on the back of the Steelers jersey at the start of next year. I am going to buy you. I will buy you the official one if he ends up making a move. I'll probably be sick time. every day. It'll be so good, so good. <laughs> wake up. Oh, it's a dream. Oh, it's not a dream. <laughs> it's a living nightmare. Yeah. <sighs> is that because you, you've got some great clobber ash anybody that's seen your instagram and, and your social media knows that you've got a lot of nfl merch and you've already packed out the pack of stuff behind you uh which is lovely Impressive. to see very nice indeed. oh yeah oh, and a cat there that. you go yeah oh, i like I, that fell down. <laughs> the retro the retro stuff is always strong but is there any team that for no reason aside from just irrational hatred that you won't Aside from the Vikings, we've established that's a divisional rivalry. Is there, is there any team, like, I hate the Ravens. They're not even in the Eagles division, but I've never enjoyed the Ravens, and I just can't see myself liking the Ravens. No Ravens clubber will be worn on this man whatsoever. Is there any yeah. team that you've got that irrational? Sure, uh, it's the Cowboys. Um, oh, good choice. I don't know. Nice, nice. I don't know my reason why. Um, I just know that, it's been ingrained in me somehow. And I think even like my first week of like being an actual NFL fan, I just knew to not like the Dallas Cowboys. I, I can't tell you, Ash, how much you've hit gold on this podcast <laughs> yeah. by, by saying that. It's just, it's like we've fed you a script. Yeah, it's, it's literally like that, yeah. America's team, uh-huh. give me a break. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just it. like... Yeah, and people always ask me for like my reasons behind it. I've even asked, I think, on one like on so many stories that I put out on socials on Instagram and even Twitter and stuff as well. I've asked people to like give me a reason. Like, was there a reason that I'm like I maybe missed? Did I jump on a bandwagon? <clears throat> All right, um, okay. So <laughs> I've got a list that I can bring out. I, I can send it as a PDF document. It's about sixty to seventy pages. It's a great read. It's right. why the Dallas Cowboys are putrid, vile, nothing in the NFL, <laughs> and them <laughs> lifting another. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jerry Jones is the most irritating owner on the planet and gets too involved in everything. That stadium isn't even that great. And they no, designed the, the, it incorrectly the, the, the with the sun. Too low, stupid. The, yeah. The, 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 the big sunlight. screen was too big. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, it was when I watched Jerry Jones do the draft picks from his yacht. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I had to take a break. I was like, nah. I'm good. <laughs> In fairness to him, though, right? If you had a yacht and you could yeah, do that, I know. why would you not do that? No, I mean, this is true. I think it's just the fact that it was Jerry Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. It's the Cowboys owner. It's yeah. the fact that I don't have a yacht as well. I don't. That know is the that. other thing that does it, too. Yeah. 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 All Can- I have is a living room. <sighs> Can we chastise you when it becomes Ash in the NFL and a boat? When, and a boat. Well, yeah, when... you guys can come on the boat. Um... Okay, that's fine. Yeah, oh, there's an invite. Yeah, yeah that's, that's okay. Yeah. We don't make it with the Cowboys together. Say that again. We can all hate the Cowboys together. Oh, the dream. Mm. It will happen. We'll make mm-hmm. it happen. That's a package <laughs> holiday that, you know, like touchdown trips or somebody could genuinely do. Probably an anti-Cowboys where you go to the Eagles, you go to the Giants, oh, okay. you, you go to the Niners, you go and see like three games where you, they all hate the Cowboys and go and watch and play and everybody relishes and the whole discussions <laughs> on the trip is like, oh, I hate them for this reason. Well, it's because they always bang about being a cowboy when they all become broadcasters and it's super irritating. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'll get it in the books. I'll plan it. Don't worry. Um, We've got to talk about your excitement of the London games coming up because we finally get to complete the 32 set. Have you come down from the ceiling for that yet? Yeah. Monday was an interesting day. I think I checked out of work at half two. No work in my office was kind of done after that. Um, I made sure that my diary like was cleared of meetings, um, but only for like 20 minutes. Um, I had to leave my office. Um, I like, I cannot explain. I was absolutely <laughs> bothered. Um, it's like, I did, I really tried my best to go over to America last season, um, to go to Lambeau Field to go and watch a game and stuff. Have um, you been yet? Have you, have you done Lambeau before? Or is that haven't been. No. So yeah, so it's like, that is like top on my bucket list. Um, So, I mean, that's still going to happen, but the fact that, you know, the Packers are now coming over here um, and it's not to Germany, it's not to Mexico, like it's to London. Um, You know, that's so exciting. Um, And I know kind of like the UK and European kind of Packers community and stuff. It's absolutely like, it's huge. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like reading comments stuff on Twitter 
um, going through obviously the socials and everything. And people are so excited for it. It's oh, amazing. Yeah. It's going to be like a home game. Oh, a hundred. Like if it's not, I something's gone wrong. Um, <laughs> I, I'll blame the Cowboys. I'll blame someone. Um, nice. But yeah, I, I've, you know, it, it's going to be a home game, 100%, um, as if it was like back home in Lambeau Fields. Um, so I'm just super excited for it. But I have found myself in a bit of a Twitter hole where I've stumbled across um, residents in Green Bay who are slightly disgruntled. I'm happy about it, yeah, yeah. Having up a home game. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I never really, I've, to be honest, I never actually like thought about it. I never thought about, you know, oh, what do, you know, what to, kind of residents and stuff in their own cities think about losing a home game and stuff to us over here in the UK. Um, and, you know, some people are pissed, um, which yeah. is actually, like, I, I didn't realise. I, I um, probably would be. Jags fans wave them off at the airport. Like, please don't come back this time. <laughs> yeah. Just stay over there. You seem to do better over there. Well, than if they don't pack the stadium, they're never going to have a chance to say anything otherwise. But of course, Lambeau Field's probably sold out every single game. But we've got so they've got more of an argument yeah. there. We've got an extra game though, so you can still have yeah. an eight-game season, That's right? True. That's, That's true. true. That's true. Yeah, there's less smart ar- move. Less argument for that now. And I think like because every team has to come over and do like an international game, don't they? Like with, once every eight years or something. Um, like the like if the Packers didn't come over this year, um, I I would have one hundred percent believed that somebody has given somebody money, somebody's bribing somebody somewhere. Um, but you know, I'm so happy it's finally happening that they're coming over. Um, so hopefully, like you know, homegrown Green Bay Green Bay residents and stuff get on board with it. Um, like you said, it's that extra home game that we're giving yeah. up. Um, so you know, it's not as if we're like losing, you know, five home games and they only get a couple and stuff um, at Lambeau Field. Um, but yeah, I'm so excited. Um, and even though Tottenham Stadium is an absolute mission to get to, um, I think you know having the Packers there rather than at Wembley will actually be um, pretty exciting and pretty exceptional. Better stadium. Mm. Yeah, I Definitely think so too. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it it's. It might make me start to dislike the Packers, though. Uh, I'm worried oh. that Packers fans are going to come out in such force that I'm going to be a little. There's going to be a lot of by them. it, like, like a proper home game. Yeah, there's going to be a lot. And you're all going to be really excited. I'm going to be pleased for you that you're really excited, and then I'm going to be irritated by it because that's just the kind of person <laughs> that I am. And then I I'll feel be like, like oh, there's going to yeah. be. I f- I see a lot of Vikings jerseys though when I go to these things. I feel it's like fine. that there might be some Vikings fans yeah. that show up to be them. So that might make things feisty. You're going to have to get your fighting gloves on, Ash, and I just mean, take I'm- them all out. I'm ready for it. We've got six, more than six months to um, get mentally recruit. prepared, get sort yeah, recruit. Yeah, get on some creatine. <laughs> yeah, get, exactly. get in the gym, get boxing. Get I got boxing. You. I'm all over it. It'll be fine. Nice. Get some Packers <laughs> branded boxing gloves as well, yellow with the green on and stuff like that. Yeah. So when you can yeah. really sucker punch and leave the cheese is like G high on protein. The... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or buy some of the Green Bell Packers uh, Super Bowl rings too. That'd be really good for a knuckle duster and leave the imprint in their face if you're going to do that. Yeah, they won't be able to do that back as well. So. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> Where's your rings? Bang. I really thought they were going to go to Germany, though. I, I was convinced that the kind of the oh, almost the middle yeah. finger to NFL UK would be fine. The, the Packers will come, but we're going to have them go to Germany. Well, it's more of a German trail, connection, but... I suppose, isn't there? The beers and Oktoberfest yeah. and that sort of stuff could have fit quite well. Isn't there quite a big german kind of there is yeah. former german community in wisconsin as well mm-hmm. so yeah i yeah i just thought that was going to be like bucks packers and and germany of course would get an incredible first game yeah. for their first game whereas we end up with you know jags against the dolphins which we're all appreciative of <laughs> but also like it's not bucks <laughs> packers <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah something like insanely yeah, watching, competitive would be nice watching two are throwing six yard passes is just so inspiring <laughs> but it was a, it was a great day it was a great day it was a really fun day yeah, yeah. but yeah I, I was convinced that i mean i've heard there was rumors that it's going to be uh the the bucks against the chiefs to open up in germany which is Ooh. still like Ooh. that is banging well the bucks without a qb though might not be very fun to watch yeah it's but if they reload thing. and get one of these big ones yeah but mm, i don't know rumor is they're going big for russell wilson as well yeah. to get into a bit of qb carousel tour yep. they're gonna go big for russ which if you're gonna go big for one of the quarterbacks i would have said russ over kyla for sure oh definitely what so <laughs> you didn't say rogers there ollie so i alluded to it when well Ash he's gonna stay with is right? it do you think do you think it's locked down ash are you not worried at all about um, him? 
yeah we, i mean oh my god same story just different off season isn't it um mm-hmm. aaron Rodgers being lovely and vague being so cryptic like was that a thank you was that a farewell post that he put on his instagram last week <laughs> who knows um aaron Rodgers will go and manifest go and you know spend time on his own and stuff during the off season uh be at one with himself and then he'll come back fighting fit strong um back-to-back mvp seasons i just cannot see him like departing really to be honest and i mean he's even said as well um he's either going to stay in green bay or he's going to retire uh but i think this season um i mean he's always wanted a london game as well um and to be honest i think people will be pissed <laughs> if he kind of <laughs> retires and leaves and doesn't come over for a london mm-hmm. game yeah. um I will personally send him a strongly worded letter. Um, put it that way. No, you wouldn't. Come on. You'd still be like, oh, it's okay, Aaron. It's fine. It's cool. Thanks for the memories. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, always, I've said as well, like, as if he could just come over to a London game, I just want to see him play in person. That would just be amazing. And then next season, like the season after, I don't care what he does. He can, like... Whatever he does after that, I don't really mind because uh, at least I can say that I've got to see Aaron yeah. Rodgers, the quarterback, yeah. my my team that I support, the Green Bay Packers, live in person and stuff like that would just be absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, it's it's just such early days at the moment. I think during the off season, we love speculating about it. Um, but yeah, I think my gut instinct so far is telling me that he's going to stay mm-hmm. at least for another season. Um, but you know, naturally, Green Bay are just going to have to give him a super awesome kind of package a super awesome contract um and go from there and what do they do at Devontae adams or what should i say better what does Devontae adams do does he sign for a year two years a big deal mm, see that's that's more of a tricky one for me that's mm. kind of where i'm a little bit uncertain um because god i mean is is tay adams is he waiting to see what happens with aaron Rodgers? like there's mm-hmm. there are so many ifs and buts and stuff at the moment um I know it's a biased opinion. I do think that he is the best wide receiver in the league. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. A close second, in my opinion. Um, but you like Devontae Adams. The man is just absolutely incredible. Um, it would be a, it would be such a big loss for us to to lose him. Uh, for us yeah. to kind of you know not do everything, leave no stone unturned. Um, but I think, you know, the, I think the ball is in Devontae Adams' court. You know, I think the decision at the end of the day is going to be completely down to him. Um, and again, just oh, just too early days to kind of tell and stuff at the moment. Um, but I am a bit uncertain. Feels like a package deal, doesn't it? It feels mm. like if Rogers comes back, mm. Adams comes back, how long Adam signs for, different conversation. If Rogers doesn't come back, if I'm Devontae Adams, I mean, granted, you can be franchise tagged, but I'd be saying to the Packers, I've been here for so many years let me go and play for someone who's got a young QB or a team that's got a chance to compete because yeah. he's seen Jordan Love in practice. If he believes in Jordan Love, yeah, he'll sign. Yeah. If he doesn't believe in Jordan Love, well, why would he sign? He's walking, exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, like you said, though, they'll definitely tag him. So there's not... It, it would be a conversation for next year, really. No matter what happens, they'd never let him walk out the door. But would he be so annoyed but, at the tag that... He doesn't play. Then there's problems. Or, he doesn't or at least seem plays, like that kind plays of annoyed, player, really, you know? I mean, I there's still like a mental side to it. Yeah. Could be a tag and trade scenario. Tag him and then trade him. Maybe. He mm. doesn't I mean, seem I, like I, a diva, though, does he? Yeah, he doesn't come across as that sort of like diva attitude um, that we've seen plenty of um, in other players. But um, yeah, God. But at the end of the day, anything can happen, isn't it? Um, yeah. Well, l- yeah. I think... It would be really sad for Packers fans to go from Rogers and Adams and then they do a one year deal. It's like an all or nothing next year, which if Amazon yeah. don't have them as the all or nothing, like you're you're fools because that is the one to do as the series. And then and then suddenly Ash has to get her first game at Lambeau with Jordan Love and Alan Lazard as like the <laughs> one two QB receiver. I mean, I don't mean to bring it up that way, but it that that's a brutal place for Packers fans to go to after that's a big drop off. After you go is. like, you know, Brett Favre yeah. and and Green and then you have obviously Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and then yeah. 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 It is it's a bit of a a bit of a kick in the teeth, I'll happily mm. say. Um but yeah, I mean, who knows? I'm hoping that Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams stay at least that one more year. And then, um, you know, it's 
it is kind of all up in the air kind of next season and stuff but um but we'll see but fingers see. crossed what ash what are you looking for i mean the next thing we've got coming up really is the is the draft mm-hmm. what what are you looking for from it as a fan Do, have you got i mean it's such a strong roster really assuming they keep those top players could do with a new special yeah. teams unit <laughs> oh jazz you know what no come on sprinkling salt 100 at that um i've never been so livid <laughs> at like oh my god like oh god oh she's having flashbacks i can see it in I real am. time oh, disastrous <laughs> um, triggered yeah but um i think mason crosby amazing what a career that man has had but holy hell like just he pained me I, I get so stressed watching my team. Um, mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I can't, like, during the game and stuff, I actually don't think I sit down for, like, maybe longer than five minutes. I am stood up. I'm so close to my TV. Um, and especially if it's, like, a late-night game. Like, I live with my family. Um, <laughs> don't watch NFL. I have to make sure I'm quiet uh, because yeah. they're up at, like, half five in the morning, ready to go to work. Um, but, oh, yeah, Mason Crosby, what? Oh, God. But... Um, <laughs> If we draft a new kicker, for example, great. I mean, the Bengals did it with McPherson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He absolutely smashed it. It did. worked out pretty well. Yeah. So that just goes to show that drafting a kicker can like can do really good for you. Um, but yeah, I think, um, you know, on paper, the Packers team and stuff, it is stacked, um, but that's on paper. Um, I, I've got... It's going to be a classic Green Bay draft, though, isn't it? Um, we're just going to pick just the, the another quarterback. Oh God, <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> well, I mean, Jordan Love, Jordan Love isn't the answer. I think we've established that pretty much in the yeah, last two years. Oh, that'd be the and... funniest thing ever. I think I don't know what I'd do. Um, because... Imagine that you re-sign Rogers and your first round pick, you're like whatever it is, like number twenty-two or three or whatever it would be. Yeah. You pick a QB. That would be hilarious. Oh man, I'm not sure Rogers would be bothered this time around. I think he'd be like, I beat out one kid. I'll do. It I again. reckon he provides a stipulation: first round pick has to be skill position or X, Y, Z, so that he knows that they're on the right path and all on the same. Yeah, yeah, going the probably. same way. Yeah. 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 Um, I would like to see us maybe focus on the kind of defensive units and stuff as well. Um, yep. Or um, if you're really honing in on maybe like an offensive position and stuff at some point, um, I'd love to see maybe what we could do specifically at tight end. Um, mm-hmm. I love like Tunyon. Um, I mean, he obviously went out with that injury and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think it just all depends how he does um, coming back in and everything. Um but I, I've I have heard um, like people speculating as well, saying oh Gronk to Green Bay and everything. I would love to actually see that. Um... That is too cold a place for Gronk to be going after he came out of retirement for the sun and fun in Tampa. Like Tampa. there's no way he's Gronk as I well. Know. I think that could be just just a highlight to kind of watch for a season just gronk running around in the frozen tundra not knowing what to do with themselves um <laughs> like it, it would be hilarious getting um, fat on be local different. beer and cheese and just kind <laughs> yeah. of becoming one of the wisconsin locals for a year and stuff okay yeah oh, okay. yeah <laughs> so, you're, so you're not sold on like mercedes lewis at 36 37 taking over that tight end role then for the long term I, shocked still oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean mercedes lewis though um so i do sort of like i do uh kind of like weekly fantasy lineups and stuff um during the during the season i had mercedes lewis like a fair amount and everything when he goes off in a game he goes off but then there's about like four weeks and he does absolutely nothing and so i think it's all about having a reliable consistent player um and to be honest at the tight end position um i know obviously tanyan had his injury and everything but you, you at least need like a good backup if somebody does go yeah. out with an injury mm-hmm. um so i think yeah looking at the offensive side of things that would be the position that i'm yeah 100 that's a good point it's mm. a really good point I'm i think sure as I well would, gone. i just saying it would take the pressure off some of your receivers as well outside of um adams because it feels like there's so much pressure on those guys to perform and they might, if it feels like they might make some changes as well, because I can't imagine they're crazy happy with, um, you know, Scant- what's his name, Scantling Mark and Dallas um, Scantling, yeah. Time for him to go, I think. It, yeah, it feels like it's a little, I don't know, it felt like a year ago, like that wide receiver room was stronger than maybe it looks now. I don't know. They just haven't developed. 
quite as much as you'd like them to. I think but, Lazard um, is good. I think you know Lazard Randall, is good. Yeah, Randall he's, a good, he's a good two. Was yeah. out with injury for a fair bit of the yeah. year as well, which which yeah. didn't help. But yeah, they could there could be a, a, some additional depth maybe needed in the options mm. for Rogers because yeah. it, it, yeah. it it certainly gets a little one sided at times. With he and Adams is a great connection, but. I mean, if you can smother Adams, which is difficult to do, it does make life a little more difficult. But mm-hmm. you've got a running game in Green Bay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Our running back stack um, makes me very happy. Um, that has just been lovely to watch. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I've, oh, God, we're just never going to draft a running back this season anyway. Yeah, um, you're good on that. We're good, yeah. Um, our, yeah, our running back game... Um, yeah, I'm super happy with it. It's super strong, um, even at one and two. So if Aaron Jones, you know, if he is out with another injury and stuff, um, you know, the guys are there to kind of step up and step in and they do that really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know obviously quite a lot of teams and everything, um, you know, one guy might be way stronger than the other mm. and then the backup that goes in and takes their place and stuff, you know, they're not just, they're just not hitting the right spot and everything. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy kind of with that setup that we have. I, I thought you'd the... miss Jamal Williams when he left and went, ended up going to Detroit because he was, I thought he was a really nice combination with um, Aaron, Aaron Jones. There we go. Cheers, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But AJ Dillon kind of came in and is a bit more of a Smashed battling it. runner. Yeah, he's an absolute beast. AJ Dillon absolutely smashed it. And yeah, he hits people as well. Oh. I, I can't go over the size of his legs. Um, <laughs> yeah, humongous. Oh. Yeah. But no, I thought as well. I was like, oh god, losing Jamal Williams. I was like, that's a mistake. Um, yeah. Mm, I, I was mistaken. I'll put it that way. Um, I, I didn't miss him as much as I thought I was. Um, and I think that was, you know, that was a good, a good front office, a good move and stuff um, to let Jamal and stuff move on. Um, but it, you know, it's kind of been nice actually watching him um, in the lines and stuff. So I hope he does well. I hope he, um, you know, kind of can step up and kind of shine there. No, you. Um, Come on, you're saying all the nice things, but you know that the Lions aren't getting anywhere near the Packers, so it's easy. Yeah, I hope you know he's he's gone off to be with somebody else in a different school. You can shine, be the star player. (laughs) Gross. You are right. Lafleur describes it as not having a back one and two; it's having back one A and one B. Exactly. That's what it's like. And do you have a preference if you had to pick the starting running back now? Who would you have? Would you have Dylan or Jones when you first play the season? You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dylan. So would I. Okay. Yeah. Aaron, don't get me wrong. Aaron Jones, pff, what a firecracker! Um, and he can yeah. do it all and stuff as well. Um, but AJ Dylan really stepped up to the plate this season when he needed to. Um, it wasn't like oh he's had a couple of scratchy games and then suddenly you know he's had a bit of luck and everything. Um, the guy is a grafter. Um, and he works hard. Um, you know off the field 365 days a year 24 hours a day even in his sleep he's probably training um thinking about the playbooks <laughs> you get legs like that right you do i was gonna say sleep yeah, those squats. quads yeah. take some work <laughs> exactly sleep um, squats I yeah that. i would 100 take dylan um to start the first game of the season yeah okay, i think okay. it just sets a tone it says we're here to be a bit more physical than you are try and stop this guy here you go it's like yeah. what the titans do with derrick henry they just say well you know what we're gonna do stop it yeah, until they throw a play action pass and throw an interception on the first play of the biggest. Yeah, I mean that's the Bengals. Mistake, but I mean, you know, <laughs> everybody gets it wrong once in a while, I suppose. Um, were there any worries? Just quick, I know we're giving you basically like the grilling of the uh, oh, Green yeah. Bay Packers. Tell me exactly everything that we need to know about it. But were, were you worried at all when Nathaniel Hackett went to Denver and you were like, "Oh God, is this going to be Aaron Rodgers making the move to go and be with Nathaniel Hackett?" And yeah, I mean, I desperately, I think I'd like. I can't turn my phone off, but I desperately try to just avoid all social media platforms um, because just everybody and their wife were talking about it. Um, And again, I think I just... No other sport I know loves the speculation, loves a bit of a rumor, loves to kind of chat without anybody saying anything or confirming anything, and then suddenly yeah. rolling with a story and we've made it a thing. Um, but yeah, no, to be honest, I was a little bit concerned. Um, and I think it's just the fact that everybody then started talking about it. I like my mind was shifting to the oh my god, what if he actually does go? Yeah. Um what do we do? Um, but that got nipped in the bud pretty sharply. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I've, I've, that's never going to happen. So sorry, Broncos fans, um, but you're stuck. Yeah, I, I think, think it was be... very convincing. It was, yeah. That's that's where it kind of threw me for like, yeah. I think, 
I'll give it maybe a day or two. It threw me for and where I was like, oh God, trying to think of, you know, what am I going to do? Um, how do I kind of see the light, funny side of this situation? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <but> yeah, <laughs> snapped out of it. <laughs> it's like an anxiety inducing off season for Packers fans. I mean, especially with, yeah. and you must get like heart palpitations every, what is it, Tuesday, Jazz, that McAfee does his chat with yep. Rogers. I mean, is so this he's like, going to announce something. Yeah. Is this like religion exactly. for you to tune in? Tune for that? in. Yeah. He's going to announce something and then he doesn't even turn up on the show. And I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, God. <laughs> But it must yeah. it's, it's it's weird as a as a fan to get that insight into your starting quarterback because there aren't there's no real other NFL franchises that have a QB that is that open and and talks that much about anything and everything, right? As a Green Bay fan, is it nice to have that illumination on a QB or are you a bit like, dude, just shut up and just get on with playing <laughs> the game? Like, I don't care what book yeah. you're reading this week, Aaron. To be honest, yeah. Um I say I'm a bit 50-50. It depends what mood I'm in in the day. Sometimes I do want to like slap him in the face and tell him just to shut up and get on with playing. Um, <laughs> focus on the football. Um, bring us home another Super Bowl ring um, just if I could. Um, but then other times and stuff, it is actually nice being kept in the loop and not, you know, having to hear things that are just speculation from the media. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a rumour here and there and stuff. It is kind of nice hearing it from him, even if he is the vaguest person and loves being cryptic and everything. Um, so, it, yeah, it, yeah, depends what mood I'm in, depends okay. how I feel about Aaron Rodgers, but yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. No, I I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't care what Jalen Hurts says, it's fine, but... You, know, you don't it, care what Jalen Hurts <laughs> anyway. If yeah, you cared it, about it, him, you it, wouldn't it, care what he thought, but yeah. you, you care even less about him than you care about <laughs> your next meal, so... Yeah, if if like the the height of my McNabb or Wentz enjoyment had been there, I'd have been a bit like, yeah, this is good, I guess, but just you know, maybe we can do all this in the off season. Let's have yeah. season kind of talk about the games and stuff. Yeah, um, speculation. We got to talk about some. Obviously, the QB market's potentially going to go a bit crazy and everything. Um, mm. Kyler Murray. Like, is this oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Jazz has given away his uh, his feelings on this thing quite quickly? Oh. Jazz is not impressed. What's he doing? I mean, he needs to fire his agent, first of all. A hundred percent. Did you see the statement? It's outrageous. Oh, that was like I haven't read it. Time. I did I couldn't bring myself to do well, it. Well, I skim read it, but I read the important bit. Yeah. 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 Um oh. what a drama queen. Mm. Um oh god. And then it, when I went on, I, I did the classic. I went onto his Instagram page, unfollowed oh. everybody. I was like, it feels like I'm a petty 13 year old at school again. And yep. like somebody, somebody's, you know, kissed my crush and hasn't told me or something mm. like that. And I was like, I'm kind of just bored of it. Um, <laughs> such a good description. That's a perfect description. Yes. Yes. Okay. Exactly. What it was like. Yeah, I was I was invested in the story for maybe a good like 10, 15 minutes. And then it just quickly just I was just like, oh, my God, no, like I'm done grow yeah. up yeah. <laughs> um basically yeah. um so oh god i mean who knows what's gonna happen i know that the, i think they're trying to redo his contract at the moment is that correct yeah well, um, they don't want they don't want to and they don't, don't need, need to. to um his agent he's... wants it to happen because agent wants to get yeah. paid so yeah I've, I've just literally before we had this i was having a conversation with a friend of mine who was saying he completely understands why Kyler Murray is doing this because he wants to get a bigger paycheck because he's worth way more than what he's paying going to be paid for for this coming year. It's something like 11 million or something like that. He's a quarterback that is worth more than 11 million. And I don't necessarily buy that Kyler Murray is, so is Lamar Jackson. a great franchise quarterback. Like I think, I think the drop-off, especially in this second half of the season would worry me about giving him a 20 26 yes, million dollar contract definitely but he doesn't I, want just that all does he he wants more like 50 yeah, 30, or 60, 60 or 70 yeah, yeah, yeah. or 80 but he was not doing it from a position of strength i i feel like um, after that playoff loss and the way they dribbled into the playoffs it was and like my mate was saying yeah no. but you know he's also because he's one hit away from a big injury because of the way mm. he plays and his size that's yeah. why he's going out and wants that money because he's worried as well in that sense but as you say you have to come from a position of strength and Kyler Murray midway through this season that's just gone could have probably said you know at eight and one give me 40 million next sit year. down yeah yeah Do and the Cardinals yeah. might have sat down and been like okay, okay let's at least have a discussion about this let's get something agreed in, in on paper and instead it's well where were you in the playoffs yeah. in the back end of the season without Hopkins where were you mm-hmm I, I and yeah, as you say, it's just childish and it's weird. 
and I, I don't mind players going out and getting all the money. Somebody said to me, um, we were looking at the stadium in uh, in Vegas, and somebody said, you see players come into the NFL and they make a three million a year contract, and they're like, oh, I've got money, this is freaking great. And he said that this guy goes up to them and says, look at the building you're in, this is valued at four to five billion. So the guy that's paying you three million, this is like a drop in the ocean. So you're mm-hmm. not making money, they're making money, you're getting paid to make this guy more money to make his billion dollar stadiums. Why are you looking like that, Dave? Well, I don't know. I don't like, I take this kind of like anti capitalist kind of stuff with a pinch of salt, to be honest. But yeah, go on. <laughs> well, no, but it is interesting. There's a reason why they own that stadium. The, the huge amount of work and like, you know, the, their other business interests often fund the football stuff and like all the owners of the reason why football is so successful. So, but for sure, yeah. like when the NFL is making $3 billion of profit a year and players are the ones that have to face the repercussions in terms of things like, you know, injuries potential career earnings being lost in a second and all that yeah. kind of stuff mm. okay okay yeah. all right. I mean, so no, another I just, issue I, I have with that right is this if you're gonna say well he's one hit away or he could do this and he deserves his money before he gets injured go play baseball he was supposed to be a baseball player as well if yeah. you're unhappy about contact well he might play go baseball do that, don't, don't complain about if you're gonna get hit in contact because that's the sport you signed up to play you chose to be the number one pick in the nfl draft rather than the number whatever it would be in the mlb draft well, this is the, made the choice. This is the thing about safety that I asked this same bloke actually about it because I was saying, you know, as a player, everybody's talking about we need to make the game safer and safer. But actually, as a player, you go into this game knowing that the risks are there, but you yeah. make a choice. And he was like, "Yeah, a hundred percent. Most of the players don't want the game to change because, although, yeah, it makes it safer. We're used to playing physical sport, and if you're particularly if you're a powerful player, you're used to using that power to your advantage to do that." So they don't want the safety measures half the time that come in. What they want is just to get as much money as they can. But then it's a really weird juxtaposition because you can't get paid that amount of money in an unsafe game when the risk of paying that person that amount of money is that it all goes in a second when Mm. the unsafe game takes place and you end up losing your knee or or something worse. Yeah, it's just really weird. I, I understand where people are coming from in backing Kyler Murray, but at the same time, it's a league where the owners are in I mean, a position of power. I just don't think he's in a, I don't know. It's just, it's just really out of step with what other QBs have done. And I mentioned Lamar Jackson, like there's, there's lots of other young QBs that are excelling in the league and they're not going out saying, well, I want to get paid like this. So he does stand out as an outlier who, I so, don't know. So just, why do you think like, Kyler is doing that? Well, let, let's also, just before we carry on to that bit there, Ollie, let's also not forget, that contracts being paid to QBs that have had one good year yeah, have then had a horrific drop-off with Jared Goff and Carson Wentz being two very good examples. I know, which. I know. And how good were they with the Browns not paying Mayfield? Like, Whoa, so yeah, smart. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you have to think that these teams have to be smart and see what happens around them and think, oh, one good year doesn't make anything. Anyone can have one good year. You have to have consistently good years. And if you're on your rookie deal, well, that's just the way the game is played. That's mm-hmm. how it works. You've got four years of your rookie deal, potentially a fifth year option. If you don't happy with that, well, it's kind of tough shit, really. Well, yeah. And when you get picked that high, you get you get paid really well. Like well, you know, you don't get paid as well as you used to, of course. In yeah, the old days you used cap. to get yeah. ridiculous money. That's true, but it's not like I feel more sorry for like like Dak Prescott getting picked in the fourth round, like that very quickly felt like, okay, that's, that's not right. Move. Yeah, yeah. Like the but way then that it works, but then at the same time though, doesn't match his draft position. That kind of works better for him though, because you then become the starter. You've got a shorter rookie contract. So you then have to renegotiate for your contract sooner. And if you're already the starter after year three and year one, two and three, you've got more of a body of work behind you and say, well, I was a fourth round pick. I've saved you all this money to do all this. Now it's time to pay me because I've had a shorter deal. Mm-hmm. That's just how, the, again, how the cookie crumbles on. Which is why you should never take a QB or want to be the QB that's taken so early in the draft because you end up at a bad team with very little around you. You're getting paid what's a great initial amount of money, but then there's very little room for development. And you're going to be on a five-year deal. And then the team gets strapped with your contract going forwards and there's no talent around you anyway. And the teams that tend to pick at the top tend to be doing it most years because their GM and front office are terrible. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But why is Kyler Sorry, doing this now as well? No, no, it's it's good. It's it's better than <laughs> yeah. having it in a WhatsApp form run. like normal. So it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's what sixth right of the day, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> 
But why is Kyler, is Kyler doing it now? Because he sees the rookie QB class and they've been thrown today at the combine. Um, I haven't really heard too much kind of popping off and there hasn't been anything really popping off about this QB class coming out from the combine. So is he seeing this year as the best year to do it, to demand and try and back the Cardinals into a big contract? Because maybe going into next year, there will be a great QB coming out of college. Whereas right that's, now, there aren't any great young replacements. And he thinks, get paid now, get that money in the locker. That's an interesting thought, actually. I've, I've never... I haven't thought about that side no. of it. Um, I, I just came up with it. It was uh, on the fly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ollie, well done. <laughs> well done. you've done this before. <laughs> oh, don't give me the lion's patronizing clap. You've ruined it. Ash. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Um, but you know, oh, I think that, that is an interesting way to look at it. And I mean, if that's true, like, what a sneaky man Kyle Murray is. It makes sneaky. him look worse, doesn't it? More devious. Yeah. Sneaky. Sneaking such, around. Such a um, good word. <laughs> Kissing people's crushes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, yeah, oh, Kyle Murray, it just. It just seems totally out of character, though. I, I I was not expecting him to kind of drop this bomb on us um, mm. and for Kyla Murray to kind of go down this route. Um, but just to go um, to rewind just a little bit as well, I completely agree with you guys. I just I don't think that Kyla Murray is worth the money that he's demanding. Um, I think, you know, to be demanding and commanding that money you've got to be good. You've got to have the backup and the proof behind you. Yeah. Um, and he just, he doesn't have that. Um, for Not me. yet. And yeah. he might, he might have it. I mean, he's, he's got to be still one of the most talented young QBs out there, even though he had a bad end to the season, but that's what happens with young QBs. That's yeah. why you don't pay them because you don't quite know yet whether they're going to be like, what you have. Yeah. You don't know if it's going to be Carson Wentz or you're going to get Patrick Mahomes. Like, you yeah, know? we um, have to keep using Wentz as the example. He was almost the MVP one year. I mean, like, well, that's what I mean. Hey, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah, true. No, yeah. no I, I meant that, Ollie. I meant that he was he was really successful, but then he dropped off. Yeah, or maintained and he that didn't. Level. Yeah, yeah. So like, he didn't warrant the contracts that he's probably had today. The, but... the other thing with this as well is like the Cliff Kingsbury factor of Murray's the perfect QB for Kingsbury. Kingsbury's the perfect coach for Murray. If Murray decides to like sit and go somewhere else firstly all of this looks terrible from a quarterback just because of the position and and what yeah. seems Leadership to be expected role. yeah and mm -hmm. maybe maybe times are changing and that's not going to be necessarily you know that's us being kind of stuck in the mud about what we expect from our quarterbacks franchises to be like that but i imagine owners are probably a lot like that as well but i think it comes back to sorry just quickly just to go on that one it comes back to what tomlin said about melvin ingram you want volunteers not hostages mm. Mm -hmm. you've got people wanting to show up and play and work not someone who's like I'm only here because I'm getting paid you don't want Marshawn Lynch at the, the radio row at the Super Bowl do you yeah, well yeah. I mean that's that's why they put so much stock in you know they hardly ever get it right but they talk about character guys in the draft don't yeah. they and I've heard Jer Daniel Jeremiah talk about it endlessly about the character of the players and they're trying to root out those guys yeah. that are going to be a Lamar Jackson who's just taking his paycheck and doing everything that he can to get better for the team and not asking for a huge extension um, rather than a Kyler Murray who's suddenly asking for money after... Hold the team to ransom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I wonder what his teammates think. The Patriots made a dynasty of character guys, didn't they? I mean, at the end of the day, like you know, Brady is the ultimate character guy. His character was to go in and fight and win and scrap and he had his opportunity, made the most of it. But even all the pieces they put around, it was 90% character guys that were willing to buy in and work hard because you yeah. don't survive in new england with that but the the kingsbury thing as well it's just you don't know how valuable kyler murray is outside of cliff, cliff kingsbury's system but i would imagine he's probably not as valuable as he is when he's in somebody who wants to run that sort of system kyler murray without the mobility and being asked to play a pocket quarterback role at the moment isn't that valuable so why he's, he's asking... so sneaky he's so yeah. sneaky with those little legs isn't he ollie he's really sneaking around everywhere. i don't yeah i've not been in on murray <laughs> i'm still still not in on he's not a good enough passer for you is he no which i think's fair they can develop that but again prove it 
Yeah. But does this attitude read the and, and again look this is making so many leaps into him as like his uh, I think this shows that Kyler Murray isn't willing to work as an NFL player <laughs> like I'm not gonna that's making a huge leap obviously but it doesn't look great to outsiders no. that don't know maybe he needs to go on the Pat McAfee show once a week and show us who he really is and then we might buy into him a bit more rather Probably than not a bad idea yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I, mean, it's, it's I bet his like the PR people are probably scrambling because it's not you know the general reaction has been pretty negative it's not just Mm. it's not just us (laughs) like everybody's like what the hell is this guy doing whereas russell wilson does the same thing and there was a little bit of commotion around russell removing the seahawks from his social media stuff but not that much people seem to think that it's okay for russell because he's put his hard graft in in seattle got him a super bowl and maybe he deserves a bit like the Devontae adams thing we're talking about earlier of maybe he deserves the opportunity to go and try and get a ring Maybe yeah, Russell deserves fair. that. He's earned his um he's earned his right to say what he wants, isn't he? Yeah. Absolutely. But it is a bit sneaky, him and sneaky Pete. <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> him and sneaky Pete. Sneaky Pete. So many sneaky quarterbacks thinking about it, sneaking around. Russell um, Wilson. Yeah. Dave Ross. Love that. Sneaky Ross. I'll send him a message. Yeah. Um, change his name. But um Well his his missus was quite sneaky, wasn't she? Because Russell was quite happy with his high school sweetheart, wasn't he? And then and then things went awry and then Ciara came in. That's pretty sneaky. Just saying. Yes. All right, Judgy. The sneaky I did, Wilsons. I did love that picture, that meme that goes around of Russell Wilson on draft day with his girlfriend next to him and she's celebrating because thinking she's made it for life. Yeah. Right. And of oh. course not together in real oh. life. Oh, Saddest, saddest <laughs> yeah. news in the NFL was the fact that the rumor that Pat Mahomes had banned his brother and his wife yeah, it's fake. is fake. I really hope this oh, is, is that not real? It's fake. No, it's fake. It's fake news. Oh, I genuinely that, thought it was true. That made me yeah, like so him so much more. The other meme I've seen of that is the picture of the, the man and the woman in bed and the woman's like, I wonder what he's thinking about. The man's looking the other way and obviously thinking about something different. Yeah, and it's it's something like the Britney's in bed and saying you'll never get rid of me, and it's Mahomes on the other side thinking, well, if Aaron can get rid of an engagement, then maybe I can too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, love that. It's one. brutal, but I'm here for it. <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? I don't want to wish bad things on people, but if you're that much of a an asshole, it's hard not to really. Yeah. Whoa, Jazz dropping a bombs. Hey, she is spraying people in the cold with champagne. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I would not be about that. No, no. Yeah. Even if it's warm, I don't want to have champagne sprayed on me. Now it gets sticky, and yeah, mm, oh. it dries, and you smell like kind of dried champagne urine. You know, you go to like a really bad right. club, and they got the really cheap champagne. Everywhere. I just, I just don't agree. Floor. I don't if, imagine if you, you spray champagne on me, I'd be, I'd be perfectly happy. Yeah, I'd be a ball. Uh, t- even in like minus five degree temperature. I mean, I assume if there's champagne there that I've been drinking already. So oh no, 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 like... no! You've just been stood out in the cold. Oh. I've been stood in the warm with a champagne bottle ready to fizzle Wait, over. So those, like, I just fans. come to your house and then stand out the front of your door and then you open it and spray me the champagne. And then I, I mean, I think I'll come off. to your house and I'll put you outside and then I'll spray you. You're going to put me outside time. my own house? This yeah. Feels, yeah, it was <laughs> an aggressive move. Yeah. It's the power play. I feel like, I feel like we're going to physically... But that's that's kind of how it feels about... It's kind of how Brittany Mahomes is... Well, Brittany Mahomes, Brittany, I don't know her second name, has been acting. That's kind of how it feels. It's in the the fans own place of worship and she's there spraying people from her point of privilege yeah it'd be different if patrick mahomes maybe spraying the oh champagne. totally oh yeah. yeah he's the hero like yeah. what has she done to to <laughs> warrant the champagne what's she ever done for us yeah <laughs> she's sat in a box and watched and watched her husband make millions and be awesome and she's i guess she's probably supported him and stuff like that but patrick probably. mahomes has never said i did this all of this because of like the inspiration my wife gave me, like Cooper Cup, the best receiver in the NFL, by the way, Ash. Uh, like Cooper Cup did. <laughs> One year. MVP. Sorry, he's that league MVP. Best best receiver in the NFL. Um, you do TikTok and you're way more social media savvy, I think, than any of us here, Ash. Do you ever stumble across Mahomes' brother like as you've been scrolling through anything? Yeah, annoyingly. So um, on TikTok, obviously, you get your little FYP page. So um, the algorithm kind of sends you videos that, you know, it thinks you might like and thinks you might enjoy. FYP um, is for your profile? For you, page. Okay. Um, right, okay. Yeah, on TikTok. Um, inundated with Jackson Mahomes. Oh. Um, 
but people um people doing like spoofs as well and like um doing like funny things and stuff about it which I'm here for um I do love a bit of the banter side of things um but yeah it, it was just it was too much I'm here for a video every now and then yeah support your brother oh my god I would want to take a picture and stuff and post it on my socials too love that but it was constant and it was mm. all the time and oh, there were just so many stories like coming out about Jackson Mahomes um and like, like the bar the bar that he went that to one. Got kicked out yeah. yeah yeah and I was just like no like how do you think you're that entitled to go in yeah, um, yeah. I, like I don't know whether people just get brought up differently but I would never go in and try and like sponge off a sibling because you know they're you know in the NFL um you know Super Bowl ring in hand and everything and just try and force my way into a bar yeah um do you know up. who I am yeah you're nobody mate I just feel like I know yeah. yeah who are you <laughs> um but yeah, but Brittany as well, um, she is a bit of a treat. Um, it's basically like the female Jackson Mahomes. Um, so I'm a bit disappointed actually that that was fake news. I genuinely yeah. thought that he had had a chat yeah, with Yeah, I did as well. I'm sad. That's bummed me out, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, I mean, I feel the point of the Chiefs, they're fun to watch, but I can't, I can't justifiably feel good about anything they do if they're on the sidelines or anywhere near the game or anywhere, actually. I'm surprised... Matter. So if if he wasn't quite so good, Mahomes, I'm sure any organization would probably have stepped in and said, look, you're actually, this is on everybody's radar in the NFL world that you're, you're kind of ambassadors for our team in a weird way, just by yeah. proxy, and you're yeah. doing a really bad job of it. So yeah. can you stop it? <laughs> like if, <laughs> if, it, if Mitch Trubisky's brother was doing this stuff, then you mm. could guarantee that like, you know, when he'd been at the Bears, that they wouldn't have put up with it. But no. Patrick Mahomes, I mean, nobody's going to say, like, can you brother shut up? Because he's I think certain coaches the best QB done. around. You put Bill Belichick on that. You put Mike Tomlin on that. They're yeah. shutting that down. Yeah. yeah. That's going. 100%. Because it becomes, it becomes a narrative, doesn't it? Yeah. If the Chiefs do come over to Germany, it will be so interesting to see if um, Jackson and Brittany make oh, the trip. Well. That would be... Oh, please. It'd be yeah. also pretty funny if Don't the German fans find where they're sitting and start pelting them with beers. Oh, that'd be great if they got a big yeah. comeuppance. Well, Je <laughs> yeah. we're hoping to go. So, uh, you know, we could get some um, Steins and fill them oh, with great. beer and pour them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, well, I, do they act like that because Patrick's so good, though? You know, going back to you kind of said if it was a lesser quarterback, but if it was a Mitch Trubisky's brother and sister are probably hiding their face in shame, like, oh, yeah, geez, you're right. it Mitch, doesn't quite work, does like, it? You've thrown another interception, god damn yeah. it, Mitch. Like, yeah, you're right, you're right. I don't think I think it's because he's Patrick Mahomes. What I found was um, the last two years as well with it is that those have cropped up on social media and become more in the headlines going into the last two weeks of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. and it's done a really good job of turning the I'm, I've, the last two years I've been like why don't I want the Chiefs to do this like what's holding me back and then that <laughs> crops up in the news I'm like that's exactly why I that's don't why. want them to win that's it. it yeah and somebody's very genius at getting that story to start trending just at the right time so I'm suddenly even though I'm not a big fan of Josh Allen I'm suddenly all in on the Bills that week or I've turned mm. and I'm all in on Brady and the Bucks for the Super Bowl and things like that yeah. um, Ash we've taken up an hour of your evening um, which more than happy we time flies really appreciate it is there anything else that you're looking out for this off season aside from obviously your dilemmas around mr rogers and and those fears are hopefully put to bay now but is there anything else that you're looking forward to before we get you know into like the otas and mini camps and all the kind of preamble that dave and i were discussing before the podcast um oh god i mean i think to be honest i'm still on a high about this um london game news <laughs> um, need like another week to kind of process that and then obviously we're going to be really keen and excited to see who the matchups are going to be against um yeah. so that'd be sure. really fun i just think i'm like especially this season just gone and everything i was just so happy to see the london games back yeah. um obviously with covid with the pandemic with every single shit bit of news that is being thrown our way at the moment um it's sport that kind of you know makes me happy i can sink my teeth into it i can get lost in it for a few hours and stuff um and it's it's just enjoyable um so i think yeah i'm, I'm still on that london game high um to be honest with you um and yeah i think the Aaron Rodgers speculation um, and what will happen at Green Bay, that probably will take up a lot of 
a lot of time, a lot Your of energy. Thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll happily put my energy and time into it though. 100%. It's going to make for great content, got ideas buzzing away and everything. Um, but yeah, and then I'm just going to definitely make sure I get myself out to America at some point as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, I think that's, it's rude that I haven't gone yet. So um, <laughs> I'll make that happen. I think <laughs> apart from, um, I don't know about, I don't know about you, Jazz. I know Ollie's been already, so he doesn't count. But if I wasn't going to go and see the Falcons uh, in Atlanta, Lambo would probably be my top one, I would have thought, of I've like not, a, a stadium to, to go to. I don't know. I thought you'd been. No. that I... He was going to go, but then this... they lost in the playoffs. Basically, the uh, reason so for going go, yeah. this uh, this, win- this winter was... Sorry. I thought you'd been. Me and a mate were like, we have going to see an NFC Championship game at Lambeau. It's like, it doesn't get bigger than that. So we are like, let's just... Surely it's going to happen. Like we were banking on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're talking about it again. Oh my Sorry, god! Yeah. No, the worst thing is though is that I cursed two teams because I was like, well, it's definitely going to be, it's definitely going to be the Packers for sure, and it wasn't. And then I, I messaged our friend of the podcast, Whitney, who was like, where should we stay in Tampa for the NFC Championship game? And she gave me a bollocking oh, about god, how yeah, don't ask did, me that before this them. game against the Rams, but oh. if you want to, these are the areas you should look at. And I saw her at the um. Yeah, the week of the of the big game, and she's forgiven me. I'm happy to say we hugged it out, but um, it's kind of a <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was tough. It was very awkward. Uh, sorry, Wit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Lambo's the one. To it's got to be right up there, isn't it? Though, yeah. If you're going to go to a stadium, hopefully with right it snowing there. as well. Mm. Yeah, I would. The only thing is, though, um, I would happily take like a pillow to sit on um because like bleacher seats for like three and a bit hours even i'm getting a bit antsy but then i will probably happily stand up it's going to be like effing freezing anyway mm. yeah i think um, you'd have to be one of the crazies and like get really psyched up and jump around just to stay warm wouldn't you exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean otherwise though um yeah i mean to be honest i'll just happily go to any stadium but yeah lambo obviously for me top of the list <laughs> i mean with lambo as well you've probably got so many layers on you don't need a seat to, a pillow to sit on yeah. because you've got like salopets <laughs> from skiing and everything to make sure you don't oh, freeze so exactly five different thermals um yeah you're right yeah save, saving you the room in the suitcase with the pillow no chicken Ash, broth and stuff yeah thank you so much for coming on this evening really appreciate it having a chat with you and um yeah andre's been saying get ash on she's great she's awesome all this kind of stuff so he's basically a one-man band fighting for the nfl to get you out to events at the moment it seems so uh you can probably add three more people <laughs> you can come on the boat with the tomahawk stakes it's okay <laughs> oh so there's tomahawks Amazing. on the boat as well you're selling this well this is now gonna happen don't worry uh, where can people find you as well quickly ash where can people find me? So um, it's Ash and the NFL, um, super easy across all social media platforms, um, which makes things just nice and simple. Um, and then I also have a new podcast as well coming out with my good friend Chris, who I do Channel 5 Endzone with, um, which as well is also called And the NFL. Um, so it just ties in quite nicely. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm going to be heavy on the socials, heavy on the content and stuff in the off season, um, ramping it up, recruiting as many new NFL fans as I can um and really you know I'm such a big advocate for growing the game over here as well so it'll be really exciting to see what these six months bring us so yeah you're as proactive on social media so the three of us don't have to do anything that's great that's awesome